0: Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who is affected by sunspots a lot.
1: Ooh, my ears are burning.
0: Hello. (laughs) So today, you already said it, the last episode, Uh, we're going to be talking about sunspot. Um, right. He holds a special place in my heart because he's one of the few brown people we will ever talk about at this show. <laughs> it's it's a void of white, and occasionally you get a like occasional like brown or black person, and sometimes you get an Asian person, and it's almost always racist, except for with Sunfire, for one of the only non-racist Asian people we talked about.
1: There was some. There was a or few places characters. throughout it where I was a little like, "Oh, this could go bad."
0: Eh, Yeah, like he's treated fairly well. I think like it it was. It was after. It was after like the whole like Japan like being our national enemy thing. So he got a better treatment. But uh, we are talking about sunspot. So uh, what do you know about sunspot?
1: Um, it's I know that he's Bobby Decosta, correct? Yeah, or Roberto Roberto. and i know that he kind of goes plasma like the the his look he kind of turns into almost like burning man is that correct also he he
0: has like the he kind of has the look of like the kirby
1: cosmic power mm-hmm. i was gonna say kirby like, crackle but i knew that that was not
0: crackle but more like just the, like the cosmic power right uh, like without the, the crackle
1: the, like the dots like the the cosmic yeah. dots
0: which is which was one of my was one of my favorite <laughs> things to draw as a kid because mm-hmm. as a kid I used to draw like the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. like all the time fighting Galactus and like and like I'd always draw like the Kirby the Power Cosmic thing like like I remember half of them it'd be like uh pre- like uh not Professor um oh he was a professor then he uh at one time and then he uh dated his uh student storm, Mister um, Fantastic would have like the cosmic cube in half of it, like threatening, like <laughs> stuff. I don't re- like. I was such a weird kid. About no, that. I'm so weird. I drew the Fantastic Four so many times. <laughs> He's interesting. Also, <laughs> Arrr.
1: nice. Yes, Jesse put in Jesse. that drop. For for the record, Jesse <laughs> always holds up the book to show the guest the picture and this time only held it up so i could see the boots (laughs) not the full (laughs) picture
0: he he looks like a kid and he's in like the student costume i I just like the idea that
1: in every every episode i've been on you've shown me the whole picture of the person in this one it was just the boots
0: (laughs) yeah he's he's like just kind of imagine like a young like hispanic man Kind of looks like that. It's kind of like wavy hair. Boy, I didn't
1: have to imagine if there was like a picture or something yeah, of it that well, I could see. I'm, and saying, I'm
0: saying this to the listener.
1: Boy, there's a picture they could look at that you could like put on Instagram or, you know, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, uh, um, I'm going to start doing this more often. If you want to see who we're looking at, you can go to Instagram or Twitter at, uh, at Alphabet Flight. Yeah. Um, Which both will be linked in the description down below. Of the thing. Unless the podcatcher has it above or to the side. I don't know. Whatever. Um, (laughs) It's where the description is. It's in the description. Get over it, nerds. Um,
1: This is (laughs) (laughs) going to turn into you just yelling at your fans for the next 15 minutes.
0: He is a citizen of Brazil on a student visa to the U.S. And is still a minor.
1: Even today. Well,
0: now now, <laughs> he actually he actually headed up this the Avengers idea. Yeah, he the bought Avengers AIM, right? Intelligence. Yeah, he bought AIM and turned into like Avengers something something.
1: <laughs> that also it. was me-
0: Avengers Intelligence. I forget what the M stands. For. Um, and he also headed up the U.S. Avengers, um, for a while as well, which had uh, the the U.S. Kaiju. Which was a basically a giant Godzilla type uh, creature that just said USA and like just stomped around. It was pretty good. Good. Read the Al Ewing New Avengers. It's uh, really good.
1: Avengers idea mechanics.
0: Mechanics. Okay, I thought it was something else. Um. <clears throat> so, uh, his known relatives is Emmanuel Dacosta, his father, and Nina Dacosta, his mother.
1: Is it his father dead? Did his father
0: die? Uh, later. Not at this point, though. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, his group affiliations is New Mutants and Fallen Angels.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: um, Now, I will be talking about the Fallen Angels in probably, like, a year to a year and a half from now when I do the update. 89 sure. update. Oh, my God. I got myself in... This is going to be, like, my third year doing this.
1: At least you have, like, an end in sight. Like you know that there's a li- it's a limited series, no matter how long.
0: Well, the thing is, is I could still go on because there's more handbooks, <laughs> too. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how I feel. It just feels like the the uh, the long stretch of time in front of me is is ever expanding. Uh, but yeah, so he's he, he goes to school at either. <laughs> so like, go, where all the other X Men go. Like school for gifted youngsters, aka the school for gifted youngsters, I want to trade for a paramilitary group.
1: (laughs) Um, And he first, (laughs) aka the school for my child soldiers. (laughs)
0: Yes. Um, And he first, he first showed up. He first showed up in Marvel graphic novel number four in uh, October eighty nineteen eighty two, the New Mutants Renewal. Roberto da Costa is the son of a Brazilian millionaire businessman, Emmanuel da Costa, and his American wife, Nina, an archaeologist. Um, Roberto, Roberto, I should say, is, uh, manifested his superhuman powers while at the age of 14, he was playing a championship soccer match for his t- school team in Rio de Janeiro, motivated by radical hatred. A boy named Keller and another member of the opposing team knocked him to the ground. The hot-tempered da Costa retaliated by tackling Keller, who started brutally beating him. It was then, without being aware of what happened to him, da Costa first became able to use the superhuman strength. His body and clothes temporarily turned black in the process, and da Costa used his newfound strength to hurl Keller uh, from him. Uh, bewildered. Not knowing what happened to him, DaCosta sought help. But both the other players and most of the spectators panicked and fled. However, his girlfriend, Julia uh, Sendoval, was watching the game along with Emilio DaCosta and stood with Roberto in his time of need. that's nice. I don't know why they didn't maybe try to stop the kids...
1: From being another kid in the middle of a soccer game. I mean, it's it's soccer. You just you let him play. There's no timeouts in soccer.
0: There's no there's no times out. Like sure, the time clock is still going. Mm-hmm. And sure, a teammate of him, his, and another teammate from his, just beating the crap out of him, but don't stop the game. Roberto Powers came to the attention of Donald Pierce, the renegade White Bishop of the Inner Circle of the Hellfire Club. And sought to murder any superhuman mutants he found. Um, Pierce's mercenaries failed to abduct Roberto, and uh, so then they kidnapped his girlfriend. Uh, Professor X learned of Pierce's plan to kill uh, Roberto and his colleague, and sent his colleague, Moira, Moira McTaggart, uh, and the and Karma and Mirage to help DaCosta. He agreed to meet with Pierce's man and re- men with in order to obtain his girlfriend's release. And then mercenaries refused to free her and kept him prisoner
1: as well. And then, and then that kid just showed up and started beating him up again. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, gotta watch and wait for it to be done. <laughs> it's one of those clandestine down-by-the-docs <laughs> meetings where there's like... Donald Pierce is standing by his limo with his bodyguards, and Xavier pulls up with, you know, Karma, Mirage, and Roberto, and they get out there and have this talk, and also this kid's like, Hey! And he just comes to run out of nowhere and just a fumble.
0: Whenever he was about to be shot, he became, like, supernaturally strong again and fought them, and then he exhausts his powers too soon, though. And the mercenary was about to kill him when Karma and Mirage intervened. Karma took control of the mind of the mercenary about to kill Lacosta, and Mirage used her power to terrify the other mercenaries um but tacosta who was regaining his uh superhuman strength knocked karma out thinking that she was one of his assailants and also breaking the hold on the mercenary and the mercenary fired at tacosta who then reverted to normalcy again but then his girlfriend leaped at tacosta taking the fatal
1: bullet she landed in a refrigerator
0: she, she landed, she 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 thought she was free,
1: but she was actually inside of a refrigerator the entire time. Xavier wheeled out the refrigerator, she was hiding it, opened the door, <laughs> pushed it over in front of Roberta. It's,
0: it's very, it, was, it was really interesting seeing how it played on this page.
1: It was a 16 panel page, it was so weird. It's like Alan Moore wrote it.
0: Mirage defeated his girlfriend's killer, then then, uh, with anguish, with in anguish with guilt that his girlfriend died um, because he was mutant and also became a target of these killers, he vowed to take revenge on Pierce. He joined Karma, Xavier, and the other young mutants, Wolfbane, in tracking down Pierce and battling him and his men. And Xavier... I feel like Xavier's taking a bunch of credit he doesn't deserve... <laughs> Go figure. He he succeeded in defeating Pierce. Now, I understand that the success of a team is often is a good indication of the leader. Mm -hmm. But that often doesn't mean a lot in (laughs) X-Men. Whatever Xavier is your team leader, or Cyclops.
1: I mean, it is what it is.
0: No, it definitely is what it is. Eh, I am what I am, but... What I am is not Xavier. <laughs> oh, i <I'm> faking <laughs> my death so I can hang out with my alien spurt, uh, space girlfriend. <laughs> he later, well, his father, Manuel, later became a, a member of the inner circle of the Hellfire Club. He also didn't lose his powers when he fought with the Beyonder in Secret Wars 2, which wasn't mentioned at all, so I don't know why they even had to put that in <laughs> like, like maybe it's because it was the last thing that happened before this that people were just like well what about that beyonder yeah
1: i guess i mean like, didn't they, mention also, the, they didn't character. mention any other character
0: they didn't mention the spider-man episode uh, uh, spider-man uh entry where he taught the beyonder how to poop <laughs> <I> <laughs> forgot about that um yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> da, da, da,
0: da, da. So recently, he joined another young team of super mutants. Mm-hmm. Um, not super mutants, superhuman mutants. Uh, the Fallen Angels.
1: What's which the we will difference talk about. between mutants and superhuman mutants?
0: I think for whatever reason, they just say superhuman mutants a lot.
1: Hmm.
0: In this, they should just probably say mutant for sure. Maybe Tran. they
1: mean like superhero, sure. like actively out in. Out and about, daring do, etc. And well, not technically, like. Technically,
0: if you have a power and you're not even like using it for superheroing, you're still superhuman.
1: Right. But I mean, maybe that's why they're using superhuman for clarification. Maybe. It's not like Roger next door who can breathe underwater, but that doesn't mean he's going out fighting Namor or whatever.
0: Roger next door <laughs> whose power is he can explode once. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, if if you want to read like a legitimately really funny X-Men story, mm-hmm. read The Worst X-Man Ever. Okay. It's about this kid who has a mutant power, and he's going to the Xavier school, mm-hmm. and he couldn't figure out what his power is. He know he has one. And Beast just tells him, just like, well, it looks like you have the power to explode. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's cool. Uh, it doesn't look like you can regenerate, though, so I probably wouldn't use it.
1: My f- <laughs> my favorite dumb power is if after the um, Spider City, I think, with written by Jim Michael Straczynski, where everybody's turning into spider monsters. Whatever. Yeah, spider Island. Uh, spider Island. Thank you. That's right. Uh, is Mister Fantastic like? Well, we figured out that it's not affecting superheroes, so we're just going to inoculate all of New York City by giving them a superpower. And JJ Jonah Jameson's like, what? What power? And he's like, well, basically, it's just that they're all going to be able to tell magnetic north. Like that's it. Like it's just now an inherent ability that everybody <laughs> will just know where magnetic north is, no matter what. Like it, there's no other practical effect than they could just go that way, like just on instinct. See, like,
0: <laughs> see, the thing is, the thing is, I love that solution. It's such a fantastic, no, Mr. Fantastic like,
1: solution. <laughs> I love it.
0: Um, but it needs to be brought up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, just once, like, it needs to be like a thing where, like, someone from out of town is just like, well, yeah, I need to head north. Like, is it that way? It's like, no, it's that way. And everyone just, like, all points in the right, well, right,
1: like, the same direction. One of the big jokes in that arc is, like, anytime it comes up, everybody's like, the streets are numbered. We know which way is north. Like,. <laughs> Odd numbers are north or, or even numbers are east west or whatever. Like, the joke is, like, we're New York. We know which way is north based on what street we're on. Like, it, and that, I mean, it ha- it's like two or three times that that comes up well, or whatever. But I just love that that was the solution was like, they have to have a superpower. So what is like the most innocuous, like, power in quotes we could just give people?
0: Oh, okay. Wait. If they already, <laughs> uh, what they always know where magnetic north
1: is. Well, I think it's just north. I said magnetic north, but I,
0: well, but here's here's a thing. Here's a thing that you could fold into a future future mm-hmm. like issue. Like a one, one-off story. Like magnetic north shifts every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So like you're in New York and then all of a sudden everyone who knows with magnetic north with is literally millions, all of a sudden are getting splitting headaches and are like and are like being affected by it in a way that like causes like really bad things to happen
1: i mean a fun, a fun joke that you could do is the next winner fighting magneto and they lose him and they're like where'd he go and just like 15 people on the street like point
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> everyone just points exactly where that's just like huh like what what's going on it's like i don't i i feel him he's always i feel him
1: <laughs> yeah, everybody hates magneto not for any of the like Mutant terrorism stuff or whatever—it's because they just always know where Magneto is.
0: Like if they, if he's like within a couple hundred miles, it's just like I know exactly where. Like I can hear, I can feel him walk to the bathroom and
1: back to his bed. Well, that's probably a little more specific than Mister <laughs> Fantastic. No, magnetic, man, no,
0: it's magnetic, strong magnetic north right now. It's thrown off by him, so they—they they just like, like. It'd almost be like everyone is like a Caliban, except they can only do. They can only uh, like uh, know where specifically Magneto's at. <laughs> although, what? Like, although, like, I think that would also be another interesting thing you could do. Another interesting thing you could do, because Spider Island was just like the island
1: of Manhattan, right? So yeah, I think it was just Manhattan where they. Really,
0: or- yeah, so it was just Manhattan. So like another thing that would be interesting to do with that is okay so they already so they always know where north is at mm-hmm. well make it to be like where it's like a uh, like a snowstorm thing happens like they like they move away from manhattan they still mm-hmm. have the same thing and everything and they become like a like a like an archaeologist or something or or something like that and they're on their team, and, like, they just lose, like, all of their stuff. They don't have maps or anything, mm-hmm. and all they do need to do is go north, because that's where they need to go in order to get to their thing. And they're just like, I got this. I already always know where north is at.
1: <laughs> it's always north, or Magneto's lair is over there.
0: Either way, it's probably good to go, because at least if it's Magneto's lair, he's probably not there, because he just has them all over that's the true. place. <laughs> So that was uh, also another, another good tangent. Um. So he is uh, five foot tall, weighs one thirty, has brown hair and black uh sorry brown sorry black eyes and brown eyes sorry, black hair, brown eyes, absorb solar energy. Oh wait, that goes into sunwake.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he absorbs solar energy and can utilize it for physical strength. Legitimately, just have a uh. Paragraph describing how how people get energy, and then they just appended at the end of it. He could do this with solar energy. Okay, yeah. So he can store uh, he can store the en- solar energy in his cells and then release it. So he just he don't have sun
1: train. juice, and yeah, so, his so boy,
0: so his sun juice is compatible with the with the with mm-hmm. the sun sun juice. Right,
1: soul sun juice. Yeah, soul sun juice. Soul prime. Soul Sunjuice. That's it's a TM fan name. Trademark.
0: Yeah, so he can only use his strength at superhuman levels by consciously willing himself to do so or becoming angry. When utilizing his strength, uh, his clothing will turn pure black in color and he'll get like those little dots around him and whatnot. He's always absorbing solar energy, like whatever solar energy is around him. Um, it apparently, stepped up quite a bit uh whenever he's using his strength at superhuman levels. Mm-hmm. So like if he's in the sun, he replenish if he's like outside when he's using his powers. Mm-hmm. Uh he will constantly regenerate.
1: Sure. It. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um at present, he because of his youth size and relatively relative lack of training he exhausts his powers much faster than he can replenish it mm-hmm. so he can only use it for like a brief amount of time usually about a few minutes um this changes in the future because he's a big strong man now who can become a big strong man when their son around <laughs> an even bigger stronger man I should say and not even bigger sorry he could become a stronger man. Uh, since he absorbs energy, um, he cannot replenish the stores of energy that gives him Supreme strength while it is night, or he's inside of a room that's been shut off by natural, natural sunlight. I wonder if you throw him into the sun, like, he'll become, like like, at the beginning of, like, All-Star Superman. Not All-Star Superman. Yeah, yeah All-Star, All-Star Superman. Yeah. Where he, like, absorbs, like, all the sun and he's about to die. So, like, he has to be good. <laughs> so, if, except, like, his is just like, hey, I'm, like, really strong for a while and I'm just gonna die soon, so.
1: He <laughs> just finds a bunch of burnt-up sentinels.
0: It's just like, I can't, I like, the only thing I could do right now is punch things and lift things up. So, I guess if you need help moving in the next, I, like, I can't do anything right now. You need
1: help moving and everything is, like, fireproof because he'll burn everything he touches, too, presumably. Yeah. Um, we don't know why he gets
0: those little black spots <laughs> around him.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I do because possi- he was drawn by Jack Kirby. Probably
0: he wasn't drawn by he
1: That's wasn't right, drawn was by Jack Montt.
0: Kirby, but Would have been he probably Burnham? was inspired by. Um, so. Possibly, it's because his increased absorption rate is causing dust motes of dust in the air around him to turn black just as well. See,
1: I think a better explanation would be like if you like look at a very bright light and then you look back down, you see spots like little black spots. No, that's not how it works. I know it's not how it works. I'm saying that that would be a better <laughs> answer no, than he's no, burning dust.
0: No, that's the cooler thing. Like Are you he has me? like
1: no it's lame
0: okay
1: <laughs> hey, you see these spots i'm burning dust
0: i'm burning dust <laughs> so yeah uh pretty much um i pretty much done Yep. Yeah. <laughs> i don't have anything else anything else yeah, to say I, mean,
1: I um i know that like character-wise there's more to sunspot than this he's this makes him sound wholly uninteresting
0: (laughs) no no there's a lot of really fun stuff about him it's just like he just like started actually being in comics
1: right yeah yeah that's what like this is early enough and the way that this book it feels like that you've read to me a few times now is mostly just like statistics and like short biographical information of like this is when he was introduced this is his family this so is his origin. Some,
0: sometimes, and I don't, I don't know exactly how they ration this out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they go into extreme detail. Sure, like it's not, it's not so much like it's a little bit more like and then and then and then, like not written like that. Right. But, um. Sometimes they just do the origin story, and then they do like a short like coda at the end, being like, "Yeah, also this happened." Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why they do that with certain people, like Storm. Was around for a long time, but they mostly focused on her
1: origin. I think maybe they assume most people know Storm.
0: I they probably probably, but like I'm I'm not exactly sure how they do certain things. Um, I might ask my friend who does, who has been writing for the official Marvel handbook since the night well since the '89. There you go. <laughs> uh, I might ask him. There you go. But yeah, uh, but besides that, I think we're pretty much done. Cool. Um, yeah, like, So, but for real, like, Sunspot, um, he is a very interesting person. Oh, yeah. I do like him a lot. That's what I'm saying. It's right? just, like, it's just, like, they don't get into a lot of it. Yeah, this, <laughs> this
1: roundup of Sunspot makes him seem very uninteresting, but <laughs> I know that he is, like, so. Those boots were a good look, though, which is really all I can say about his look.
0: Yeah, well, his look was he looked like he's an X Men
1: character. <laughs> so we yeah, had uh, mohawk and eye beams and claws and blue fur.
0: We're not talking about mimic. <laughs> uh, so um, I think we're pretty much done. Um, I, well, actually, no, one last thing. Read uh, the new Avengers written by Al Ewing or US Avengers okay. as well. Uh, they lead into each other, um, they are really fun. Uh, they feature a really interesting team. Um, which I am blanking on half of them right now. Why am I doing that? I'm going to take a shot in uh, the dark and
1: say Sunspot.
0: Sunspot is a leader, yeah. Uh, Sunspot is a leader. Uh, we have Squirrel Girl. Oh, wow. Um, is a- she an X-Men? Oh, it's no, Avengers. No, Avengers. Avengers. Right, 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 this right, this is Avengers. Right. thing. Um, you also have uh, Power Man, but not the Power Man you're thinking of. It's the one that like absorbs like cultural knowledge and can use chi to like punch people real hard. It's a really hard power to describe. Um, that's
1: the one I was thinking of, though, Jesse. So uh,
0: okay. Um. Uh, then, uh, you have uh, you have another person who's basically just Iron Man, but like Japanese, a Japanese girl. Mm-hmm. Um, a white tiger, not the original one, but the but the hispanic one that's a girl Mm -hmm. i'm doing bad describing this (laughs) just read it it's really good there's a whole episode i will issue also wiccan is in it as well and hulkling um but there's a there's a whole issue where they're fighting like the villain versions of them and at one point at one point power man who absorbs like cultural knowledge is like running out of juice so he starts just looking at the rats and just like okay what are things about rats <laughs> <laughs> and, and also um also at one point a uh, vermin of course uh, vermin who Edward controls Wayland. rats uh and stray dogs. Control rats and squork squirrel- and and uh and stray dog yes. <laughs> uh he also <laughs> um, so he he had he could control rats and Squirrel Girl who was you know pitting their uh, up against each other like eventually like the rats the squirrels just decide to become friends and they just stop fighting. <laughs> it's
1: pretty good. You should you should everyone should read it. Well, I mean anything with Edward Wylen in it, I have to give it a shot.
0: Also, they bring up Agar the Screamer, which <laughs> is basically just, which is someone I might bring up for Okay Crusader. Oh my god. But he's basically like a hippie who just screams really hard. Good. Yeah. I think that, that when he showed up, like it was the first time he showed up in over 30 years. So yeah, um, I think we're pretty much done. So let's get to plugs.
1: Uh, I mean, this is the third time in about a week I've been on. So I'll just hit the names. Uh, check out my podcast. You can find the first one at The Equalizers. And we spell it E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in SQL. Or uh, studying Granada, which you can find on iTunes, and or which you can find on iTunes, uh, and you can find us on Twitter at in underscore Granada.
0: Um, I have a Twitter and Instagram that both you can both find at Marvelous. Nope, you can find <laughs> you can find the Marvelous Miss Maisel
1: on Amazon yep. Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Do you want to see Alex Alex Borstein in like an actual good role after years of
1: doing Family Guy? Uh, she was in the Lucy McGuire movie, thank you. And Catwoman.
0: Oh, yeah, she was! <laughs> she was a sassy friend, wasn't mm-hmm. she?
1: Who basically was just okay. sick and horny the whole movie.
0: I mean, who isn't sick and horny all the time?
1: Sometimes I'm sick of being horny.
0: Is is it the kind of horny, is it the kind of sick, is it like the sick nasty? Oh, you know, no, like she's in like... a
1: hospital most of the movie.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot! <laughs>
1: I didn't mean sick as in gross nasty. I meant sick as in she gets hospitalized. She's so horny they have to put her in hospital.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so yeah. Oh oh my god. Okay. So yeah, I have. If you go to at marvelous at marvelous boots, you can see pictures of my cat. You could also see pictures of who we're talking about at. alphabet flight on and on instagram and twitter um and besides this uh this has been alphabet flight and please listen to prince namor and don't toot that horn
1: Bye. Bye. bye